You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. guys welcome into the starcastic remarks studios i am ryan chambers the host of starcastic remarks we are the official dallas stars podcast on the hockey podcast network and we are brought to you by DraftKings. Uh, make sure you use the promo code thpn next time you go and use their app uh, this is the agr for game number 24 uh, the stars lose tonight by final score of two to one to the san jose sharks in uh, san jose um, and tonight we got several things to talk about, also a bit of Stars news as well, so let's just go ahead and jump right on into it. Uh, hey James, hey Chris, how you guys doing? Doing alright? Mm-hmm. Very tired. It's yep. 12.30 again and we lost again. This is not <laughs> worth it. <laughs> it's not, and I don't enjoy uh, staying up late here and not oh. getting uh, a win out of any of these three games. in the 0 oh, for trip. 6 on the points in this road trip. Yep. Icky. Big icky. Yeah, and it would have been nice to at least get, you know, one. Even it just going to overtime, I probably would have been happy with tonight. But uh, what's y'all's original thoughts coming out of this game tonight? I mean, it, we were the better team. It just looked like we were uninspired, especially our best players. Our best players were not our best players tonight. Our best offensive player was Michael Roffel. And you've got a big issue when he's your best player. The deflection he scored was awesome. He had great offensive plays all the way up and down the ice. He had great defensive plays as well. He was the most noticeable forward. And if he's your most noticeable forward, the guys who are making the most money are doing something wrong. So that's that's the big word for me. Is it was uninspired by the important people. James, what did you think? I mean, I, I, it just didn't hit the back of the net tonight. It felt like every... Every chance that we had, we kind of shanked wide or just put it right right into the goaltender's chest. So the the thing I was most frustrated with is, is it didn't seem like we were getting any kind of puck luck here tonight. And uh, you know the Stars just didn't capitalize on most of their chances that they had, and it just seemed like uh, whenever we had a 50-50 puck, you know, we weren't winning those kind of battles. And, I mean, we were doing really well for a majority of the game. The first and third period were great. The second was kind of – it was more even than the first and third. But overall, I thought we played a great game. We just didn't get the win tonight. And I just can't quite point my finger on something inside the game that I could say, okay, that's the reason why we lost the game. And maybe you hit the nail on the head more than I did with the uninspired comment. And it was losing puck battles because it felt like we weren't winning any of them. Like there was points when the puck was just wide open in the slot, and we like like normally that'd be a mad scramble for the puck, and you're trying to get on the puck and put it into the back of the net. It just felt like we were like spinning around trying to swing our sticks at the puck. It didn't seem like he was urgent. It didn't seem like anybody wanted to take control of the game, and uh, yeah. Overall, it just didn't. It seemed like we did not have great effort tonight. The upside for me is that we didn't play very well, and we still could have, should have won this game. So, well, that's exactly why I'm frustrated, is because we were the better team, 
And, I mean, we were by far the better team tonight, and we just didn't win. And I don't know if this is like a Dallas Stars curse thing for me and what it feels like, but it feels like when we're the better team and the other team is just getting lucky or whatever, we end up losing those games despite the fact we were the better team. And then when it's, you know, the flip side, when, you know, we're not the good team, but we're getting lucky, a.k.a. the Vegas game, we end up losing the game. And it all goes back to that comment that the good teams find a way to win. Well, and we haven't found a way to win at, at all in this whole road trip. Yeah. And so does that make us a bad team on is road, my question. Yeah. <laughs> on the road, yes, most definitely. We can't win on the road at all. We've proven it over the last three games. We've had a game that we should we shouldn't should have won. We had a game that we didn't even play in, and we had a game this game that we should have won but didn't. Yeah. So, um, go ahead, Chris. Sorry, go ahead. I mean, the bigger issue for me, like, yeah, team wise, we were the better team overall, but it, the way you win hockey games in today's NHL is your important players take control of the game and they go make a play. Nobody who's supposed to be a goal scorer on this team wanted to make a play, it felt like. That's why I mentioned Michael Roffel. It felt like he was the only guy who was trying to force something to happen. And, like, I know we had we had hints out, and he's our number one goal scorer. Someone's got to fill the void. You can't just say, oh, there's a void. Oh, well. So, someone's got to step up. And when I think of guys who are supposed to step up there, it's Ben, it's Sagan, it's Rads, it's it's uh, Klinger, it's Haskinen. None of them made a big impact on this game. Especially Sagan looked absolutely atrocious, especially on the power plays. Just every time he touched the puck in the offensive zone, instant turnover it, on, on multiple different power plays throughout the night. He he, he looked awful. Um, all right, so before we go any further into the game, because there's a lot of good thoughts that are coming up in my head, uh, we do want to mention the big elephant in the room, obviously. And uh, that's the fact that it appears that goaltender Ben Bishop is done. And not done as in, you know, not coming back this season. It, it appears that his career is over, and even Jim Nell has come out and said, you know, because of this degenerative knee injury he has, he, he's done. Um, so what does that really affect the Stars all that much? Or, or what, do you, what do you all think? I, I honestly don't think it affects us much. It just... It just really sucks that a guy who is a Vesna caliber, caliber goaltender, if I can talk, um, is not getting the opportunity to come back just because his body won't let him. It, yeah. It just really sucks. It, it doesn't change anything for the Stars. I mean, it's kind of been solidified already. It's going to be Holtby and Ottinger. Uh, we'll see what happens with Hudobin. Um, but, yeah, that's what I'm more upset about is I'm really pissed off because Bishop, if he didn't have that injury – he would still be a Vesna caliber goalie. He would still be trying to get a Vesna, trying to win a Stanley Cup by himself like he did with Tampa Bay in the early 2010s, like he did with us in the later 2010s. And he's just never going to get that chance again. And that that's just not fair for him. I just, I really feel bad for him about it. And, you know, it really didn't seem like uh, he was ever going to come back, really. Um, yeah. the, the last time we saw him in the NHL was... Uh, I forget which game it was. It might have been game two against Calgary in the bubble playoffs, and that was a long time ago now. Yeah. Um, it's just crazy that we got that little bit of hope, and it was immediately doused. Like, yeah, right. Such a... it, 
such a sad way for it to go out. It just sucks. Right. And those of you that, that don't know, the, the little bit of hope that Chris was talking about is the fact that Ben Bishop was supposed to be down in the AHL for a conditioning stint. For He could be down there for as long as 10 games, I think, is the rule. And he had his first game on Wednesday against the Chicago Wolves of the AHL, and he led in eight goals on 35 shots, which is not very good. And especially at the AHL level, which is a much slower pace, there's not as much skill down there, obviously, just because it's a lower league. And his, his showing was not very good. And that leads me to this question, too, is do you think that the decision to hang him up was his, or do you think he was maybe – told hey you need to make a decision this is probably the decision that's that's right for you from like jim nil or no nil said nil said it was bishop's decision in the article from dallas dallas morning news i think uh nil said specifically that it was ben bishop who decided to hang him up after that game and that makes me even more sad because he's the one that made the decision the the the, uh, decision to kind of hang him up so it stinks that we'll never get to to see him in a Dallas Stars jersey again, but he'll he'll still be around. I'm sure we'll see him, obviously, because he's got his contract until 2023, and uh, it'll be up at the end of next season. But it, I just did want to mention that before we get any further into the game, because um, that that really sucks. It, it really sucks to see somebody as good as he is and as good a person as he is as well. I mean, he gets lots of compliments from around the league, from Tampa, from Dallas, and I mean, even from uh, some short stints in other places, uh, when he was a young kid, everybody had nothing but good things to say about Ben Bishop. So, it it just really sucks that he's out. Um, but anyways, getting into the game, guys. Um, before I go over the the scoring summary for tonight's game, which is really short, but there was one player that I was actually fairly surprised about that had a really bad game. And that was Mayor Um There were several plays that uh, he was beat on. He was beat on uh, in, in a foot race against uh, I can't even remember one other one other fast guys. And that normally doesn't happen with Mayor Haskinen. And he made several you know uncharacteristic turnovers in the offensive zone when we had pressure. And it I don't know he just had a bad game. Is uh, all, I don't think the pressure's getting to him, but do you think the amount of minutes he's playing is probably getting to him, or is it just you know it's just a road trip and he's tired? No, I just think he had a bad game. I mean, honestly, for a defenseman in today's NHL, he doesn't have that many for a top defenseman. I mean, there is teams that have one good defenseman and they'll play them for half the game. I mean, Haskinen has a lot of night of minutes tonight, and he still only has twenty three, not not thirty, so definitely not gonna be a a time issue it's just he just had a bad game i think and it's it's it, it's obvious to us because that doesn't happen <laughs> yeah so let's go ahead and get into the goal summary for this game guys um the first goal scored tonight was in the first period and uh the stars or the stars the sharks would take a one nothing lead going into the first intermission but that goal was from thomas hurdle his 14th of the year from uh, Timo Meyer and Alex Barabanov, who is a former Toronto Maple Leaf. And it was just a – I don't even know what to call it. It was just another freak goal that seems to happen to go behind Holtby. It was lucky is what it was. Yeah. <laughs> right. It went It went in, and the, inst- the first thing that came out of my mouth was, wow, that was lucky. Yeah. So. 
Just frustrating. I, yeah, you, you couldn't even tell how it went in. It wasn't even a good play. He just grabs the puck, spins around, and throws it at the net. Like, what are you supposed to do? Is it just me, or do those goals seem to go in a lot against the Stars? Well, or is like, that every NHL? It goes like, in against Holtby. It goes in against Holtby. <laughs> it goes in against Hudobin. Like I've said, every time this happens, it happens against one of our smaller goalies. Has this happened against Uttinger? Not very much. I can think okay. of one that was from the point that got deflected in, and even then, that's just a deflection. That happens. These goals go in a lot more against Holtby and Hudobin just because they're smaller. That's just the way it happens. I don't know if I fully agree with that because Holby is still 6'2". It's not like, I mean, that's only a couple of inches. It's not like he's a tiny dude. Compared and, to Ottinger, he's a smaller he's a smaller guy, bro. Okay, well, yeah, but, but Ottinger is 6'5". There's not many people that could be taller than, than Jake Ottinger. 6'5 saves more than the 6'2". Uh, I guess and it always helps to have a little bit more amazing. flesh in front. So. I feel like I feel like Ottinger's positioning is better than Holby's though too. Just in general, I think Holby is more of an athletic guy and can make those crazy saves, like like you saw in the in their uh, Stanley Cup run. But I think Ottinger just overall fundamentals and positioning is just more solid. So the kind of like we mentioned, the first period was you know pretty dominated by the Stars. They were getting a lot of good chances. They just Nothing was going behind Reimer. And something I mentioned in the first period was the fact that there were a lot of rebounds coming off of Reimer. And, and like, literally as soon as I uh, put that on Twitter, you know, Razor said the same thing, is there was a lot of pudgy rebounds coming off of him. And the one thing we didn't do in that first period was get a goal, and I think it was because we didn't take care of those pudgy rebounds and put one behind Reimer. Yeah, yeah. I mean... That's definitely true. I, I felt like we didn't that, – and that's another part of what I was talking about in my opening comment is it felt like we didn't have a lot of urgency around the net. Like every time the puck was in the slot, like you were saying, it, it felt like it wasn't a big rush to get the puck and put it on net again. It was just kind of lackadaisical. And, you know, maybe that's a three-game and five nights kind of deal, but still well, I would have liked – a motivation kind of deal. You got, you got to find a way to motivate yourself that was, against the that, team on right, a late game. Right, I mean. It, and this is a team that we should beat. This, I mean, statistically, this is a team that we should beat if we want to consider ourselves one of the top teams in the Central. And right now, with as tight as the Central is going to be, you need all the points that you can get. Well, and and we played better than them, even when we weren't we didn't we didn't have our best stuff. But you have to be more urgent against teams like this. Like we can't win just based off how good of a team we have. We've we've proven that. We have to we have to be good and we have to play hard as well. So if you're not going to play hard, you're not going to win a hockey game on the road. So they got to figure out how to motivate themselves on the road and not just at home. So where do they find that motivation from? Is Rope Hints really that big of a motivator? And he, you know he sets everything for the stars because he wasn't in tonight. And that I mean no offense from the stars. I think that is a big part of it, and I wouldn't be surprised if he was actually sick during either of the previous two games as well. Um, but also just the guys who make money have to try. I mean, it really felt like Sagan and Ben were not trying all that hard tonight. So, you know, and same the, for other people, but those are just the two guys who come to mind. We're, we're kind of getting off the score summary a little bit, but who cares? Um, Screw what, what did, what did y'all think about the line combos that Rick bonus put out there? Did you like them at all? I mean, they're fine, but, like, what are you supposed to do when your best goal scorer goes out? There's not much that's going to be correct, so. 
I mean, the, the only thing that I would say on the night is that he left that top line together and, and they felt have. good in the first period, but after that, they didn't really have anything. And he should have broken them up after that. Yeah, you're but absolutely right, James. That's pretty much my only complaint with it. Yeah, I, I would have preferred that he just slid Gurianov into where Hintz was, but I know that's not that's not super realistic, and there's no reason to believe why that would have worked any better, So honestly. So just a you personal know, preference. Again, this is a personal preference for me, but I would have loved to see some – see him put Sagan in up on that top line because I mean I felt like that would have been a perfect opportunity for Sagan to emit you know maybe get going again and we keep talking about this and we shouldn't have to be talking about this about Tyler Sagan but but we are uh Tyler Sagan at his best is a first line center and he, he could have been given that opportunity tonight and he could have been playing on the top line and throw him in hence his spot and I think it would have worked but we didn't really see that, and I would have loved to see a line of Robo, Pavs, and Sags uh, just to see if that might have clicked for Sagan and it might have clicked in Robo Hintz's uh, absence. What do you all think about that? That's a way better idea than my idea. That's so smart. <laughs> just just while we're still talking about Sagan real quick, he had, he had one play on the night where he went and cherry-picked to try to go get a breakaway, right? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about now. Yeah. But he couldn't even outskate the defender, and it, he, he couldn't looked, hold onto the puck. He, he couldn't stick handle. He couldn't do either. He couldn't skate fast, and he couldn't do anything with the puck, and it fizzled into nothing. Yeah, it, he, that 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 play just proved to me that he he's not good enough anymore. Yeah. Tanner Caro's breakaway was way more athletic than Tyler Sagan's was tonight, and Tyler Sagan was intentionally trying to get a breakaway. So, I don't know what's going on with him. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from the DraftKings Sportsbook and an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point's been scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cast prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, bet $1 on any team to score, and win $100 in free bets. If you score, you score with promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 years of age or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. <laughs> So what do the Stars need to do to fix their road woes, uh, I guess is what I'll call it. Try them. harder. They should have easily <laughs> won this game. It, if it, they tried harder in this game, they would have won easily. That's all it now, comes down to. Now, I, I still feel like if they play like this in most games, they will win most games. They will if win they win most games. crash the net. I, 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 <laughs> if they're I think... at home, they crash the net so hard, and they just bury all those pucks that are loose in the slot. And they just don't tonight for no reason. 
And also for a big thing for me on the road games is they this team does not look physical at all like they used to. Like it on these on these road games and on these maybe lesser opponents where we should be winning, being a little bit of a little bit more physical is going to help us a ton. And just to pull up the hits on the night to point it out, we had it, the hits were 16 to 21 in favor of the Sharks tonight. Yeah. So you're right. Being physical and getting scrappy goals. That's the best way to win on the road. And we didn't try and do either of those things. We had one beautiful goal on a deflection from Raffle. And there wasn't even really any goal mouth scrambles in San Jose's net that I can remember. So it, it was not a, not a very hardworking performance. Well, y'all talk about being more physical in road games and stuff like that. But when I look at the seven-game winning streak and how they play at home, I see way more creative plays from them in that span of time than I did in this game tonight. From, from the top line, from the top line, right, yes. Right, but right. But from a but Jamie we, Ben and from a Hawkenpaw, they're throwing the muscle around. <laughs> Hawkenpaw. <laughs> yes, but th- then we need to put a line together that can get more creative with the puck. Because that has been what has been successful. Well, that, and, that's just because we didn't have hints. There's nothing we can do about that tonight. And if we can't be creative, then we need to be scrappy. And we weren't either. I, I slightly disagree with that because I saw a lot more dump and chase tonight than I have in you know the previous month. And I, I just don't feel like that's the recipe for success for the Dallas Stars. And I, well, I know we don't we don't have our most creative forward here tonight. But we still need to see those. I mean, like Jacob Peterson, for example. We see like flashes of brilliance from this guy with, with the way that he can stick handle and how he handles the puck. And so that's something that we need more of. And, you know, maybe to try and make more of those creative plays from guys that don't normally make creative plays. But, but then we see now, guys like Sagan try and get a breakaway going and they can't even stick handle the puck. Or like Ben trying to do a chip around the boards to get around a defender. He can't even do that. He can't corral the puck afterwards. Like, th- these guys are not the creative offensive players that they once were. So they need to find ways to score. Because I, I And this is just where we're going to have to disagree. Because I don't think those guys are creative offensive guys anymore. Do you think Sagan can get back to that point or no? I think he can, but he's not showing me anything right now to show that he's anywhere close. Now that, right- I, can, that I can agree with you on. I just... I still would like to see some of these guys force themselves to be more creative with the puck because that's kind of how we've been able to get more scoring chances. We'll, we'll do and something. Yeah, we, be, be creative or be scrappy. They didn't either. It, so. Then that's also a good point too. They were they, But I felt like they were more scrappy tonight, which didn't allow them to score more goals. And, and you know, give credit to San Jose for where credit's due because they did block 29 shots tonight. 29 attempts at the net, and they blocked 29. Stars only blocked 11. So, I mean, the Stars were we they were the trying. Whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had the puck the whole time, and we were throwing it at the net, but San Jose played a, a decent enough defensive game to force the Stars to kind of try harder. So, um, anyways, getting back to the uh, – just, I, I guess we'll just mention the goals because there, there have been a lot of good discussions. But uh, Eric Carlson gets his uh, eighth of the year in the second period. Uh, with t- from Timo Meyer and Alex Barabanov again. So the two guys get two assists here in the game tonight. And, uh, you know, that one really kind of solidified it for me that, like, now nah, we're not winning this game. Uh, 
it, it, it was just a feeling. Did, did you all get that feeling at all? Yes, I definitely didn't think we were going to be able to score three goals. So I thought we could tie still, but no, no chance we were going to score three. Yeah. And we can go ahead and talk about the goaltender interference now. It was yeah. it was definitely goaltender interference. If that's not goaltender interference, then that's insane. The rule should be changed. But you can't push the guy's glove out of the way when he's trying to save it with his glove. I feel like that should be obvious, but whatever. I mean it it was extremely obvious. You and you know, when uh dad was texting us and he said that's that's a load of bull crap, I can't believe that they didn't, you know, call that back or whatever. And I know I was kinda like I, I didn't really get a good look at it. I didn't see what happened. And then James sent me the picture and I was like, Oh my yeah. word. He when literally picture... took his stick, lifted it up, and lifted the glove out of the way so the puck could go past him. Well, I think he's, that, I, I, think he's, I don't understand how that is not goaltender interference. I think he's he trying to deflect. I think he's trying to deflect the puck, but yeah, it's still goaltender interference. He he moved his arm. Yeah, he moved goalie. a part of the goalie's body that he was trying to use to make the save. And, and you and didn't he, even need the video to see it either. Like a picture described it perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, and when I saw the video, the video made it even worse. The, I mean, I mean, I, I don't I don't understand. And then, I mean, even Sevi was, he was very professional and polite about it in the second intermission when he was asked about it by Brian Ray. And he and Brian Ray asked, hey, is that goaltender interference? And he didn't say no, but he also didn't say yes. And he said, it, it, we don't make those kind of decisions. <laughs> so obviously he's, he, he's telling Stars fans that was a load of crap and that was not a goal and it should have been called back. And I, I don't know, it... it we we were playing well, and just that goal just seemed to really put the nail in the coffin, and it was really frustrating because I was getting hacked off at the fact that we were getting no putt luck. Uh, the, the, we were getting all these shots and everything, and that second period was more even, but still that first period we didn't have anything. And I think it was just a culmination of everything from those first, I don't know, it was, yeah, it was later in in the period. So the first 35 minutes of the, of the game, and it just kind of all culminated on that, and I was real mad uh, through the rest of the second period and through the second intermission. So, um, but let me ask you: Was that really the turning point, and the stars were just kind of like deflated at that point? Because I don't think so. No, I mean they pushed well in the third period. It's they just didn't uh, like I. I didn't think they crashed the net hard enough, and I'm going to keep saying that. But I know it's probably annoying by now. But yeah, that's what I think. I mean, this this, game, uh, wait, sorry, real quick. The yeah, six on five was terrible. That sucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This this game perfectly encapsulated the exact opposite of what we did in the Golden Knights game. We had a lot of chances with little with one goal to show for it, and then in the Golden Knights game, we had a few chances with tons of goals to show for it. And I, I took that advantage of the power play games. more than anything. Yeah, we <laughs> lost both those games, but. Like, I think a big part for me tonight was that we still, like, just couldn't score on the power play. Like, we had two – we had a bad night against the Kings on the power play and a bad night tonight on the power play. And it, it even looked good tonight, but it, it didn't get in the back of the net. So – I think that's recompense for the three for three in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> right, man. It, it, it's just really frustrating because – 
this whole road trip because the game against Vegas, up by two goals in the third period, Joe Pavelski looks like he puts it away and he gives us the two-goal lead. And even though we had pretty much been outplayed at that point, it looked like we were going to finally steal one instead of just being the better team. It would have been nice to be able to steal a game. That didn't happen. You know, they come back, score three, we lose five to four. Um, you know, the L.A. Kings, yeah, we got outplayed. We were not the better team. But that's still a game that we need to win. That's a, a team below in the standings that we need to win. And this is another game. Yes, this is a better team than the Kings, but this is another game that we should have won. We played better. We dominated for a majority of the game and one fluky goal and one goal that shouldn't have counted were the big difference makers in, in the game tonight. And it's just frustrating to, to go through this whole road trip and try to come out with something positive. And is there it, anything that can be positive out of this road trip? It just makes you think, like, how could this road trip have been different if we just held on or if Sagan just buried the wide-open net he had, like literally nobody and with the back puck to Sagan in the again. paint? Yeah. Or if Holtby had saved a shot that hit him in the logo in Vegas, if we had just won that game in regulation, who knows? We could have won all three of these games. That that game in Vegas was not on on Holtby whatsoever. He was the only reason why it was even four to two to begin with. I mean, so their third goal was terrible. It went through him. It went through his chest. It, or, and it's it's also really hard to not talk about Sagan when he's getting paid the most on our team and he seems to have little to none impact. He has, he has no impact. All road trip, zero impact. And he had so many chances to have impact and he still doesn't do it. He has the puck on his stick in the goal crease with the goaltender away from him. Score! <laughs> it's so frustrating. I'm, I'm really tired of it. I mean, I don't care who he's playing with. He's making almost $10 million. Just he's making he's making thirteen million dollars this, this year. Technically, this se- this season he's making thirteen million dollars, yeah. and it, I know his cap hit's only around like ten. Yeah, still. Nine, nine and a half, I think. Yeah, but yeah. It, he has to find a way to produce because it's getting ridiculous. He, he's he's it's not even just no impact. He's like actively hurting us now, especially on that power play. Like every time he touched the puck, he was going the other way. Um, I felt like the power play was okay here tonight. the The first couple power plays were decent. I agree, I just... except for when Sagan touched the puck. <laughs> and then I, I just didn't, I didn't like the last power play that the Stars had. It, it, there was no, no momentum gained on it. And you know, even though they, you don't score on a power play, the best thing you can do for yourself is gain momentum. And they didn't even do that with the last uh, power play that they had. So it was just really frustrating. Uh, and how do you gain momentum on the power tonight. play? It's putting shots on net. Like, I, I still, while the power plays were decent tonight, I still feel like we just weren't shooting enough. Like, when we get an open shot, like, lean on the stick and let a wrister go. Something. Like, make a play. Don't wait for a slam dunk. And we were and we were over three tonight on the power play with a bunch of chances. We did have a, especially that first one, we had a bunch of chances. It looked great. And we, and I think that that's what really led to us dominating that first period, uh, especially statistically, other than in one category, which was goals, which is the one that matters. 
But like that, this, that's where I think Chris is right for saying this. They should have been more physical in this game, especially in that first period when Reimer was giving up rebound after rebound after rebound, and it and it still seemed like we weren't even in front of the net to even try to catch him when we he was giving up him every should, single yeah. time. You should be diving on that puck in the slot almost, <laughs> get, doing anything you can to get it back or, on. That. Or, or even once we saw that he was giving it up every single shot that we took on him, stand in front of the net, just sit there and wait for and him to wait do it. Wait for it. <laughs> mm. Well, uh, just to sh- throw more stats at you guys. Um, shots on goal for tonight for the Stars uh, is in favor of them tonight, which is uh, different than the past couple of we games. We finally got over 30 shots. <laughs> Yay. Give us a win. 35 to 25 were the shots tonight. Uh, 14 to six in favor of the stars in the first, 11 to 10 in favor of the sharks in the second, and then 11 to eight in favor of the stars in the third, and then uh, the totals were up like that. Again, you know the faceoff percentage was a little closer than we would like it to be. We still win the faceoff battle overall tonight, but it's still not as good as we want it to be at 53% compared to uh, San Jose's 47. And, and we've already talked about a lot of the big ones here on here, too, is the hits, 21 to 16 in favor of San Jose. And then the biggest one was the 29 to 11 block shots category in favor of the San Jose Sharks there. So it's not like we weren't throwing them at the net. We were. It, it's just that, no you know, up. they were just making yeah, a bunch of – you got to go to the net with that puck. Right, exactly. And I think it was it's those second opportunities – that we were just not getting to tonight and we were not burying. Yep. I mean, like I said in the first period, you know, you got to get to those rebounds, especially when they're, you know, three feet in front of the goaltender and there's nobody between the goaltender and you. Yeah. Last last stat for y'all. According to a natural stat trick, the scoring chances for Dallas was 28. The scoring chances for San Jose, 17. So outpace them in that category as well. Pretty much every category except for block shots, and, of course, the actual score. Yeah, the one that matters the most, right? So, Okay, uh, I think we're good. Is there anything else we need to talk about? Uh, game when do we on, go back home? Game on Tuesday, in home. In, Hooray! In the, in the American Airlines Center, 7.30 start against the Blues. Division game. Yeah, this is the, rest, the start the rest of, of the games. The rest of the games in December are division games. Yeah, this is that's what I was about to say. This is the start of the all division game month. And, and we need to win the majority of these games. And we're gonna be tired for the majority of these games too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this goes on this our- a this this is the ten game streak for the stars where they're con- they're only exclusively playing in their own division. So you you gotta win six or seven of these at the very least you have to win six or seven of these in order to stay competitive because and and you know preferably winning these in regulation because yeah. you don't want to give the that extra loser point to a team that is within your own division so uh we'll see how all this goes for the stars this is a very 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 important stretch for the stars and i think this could be the the definition of their season right here whether they make the playoffs or whether they don't make the playoffs and right now with how close everything is in the central division this is going to explode it and it's going to stretch it out a little bit more even so uh we'll see how the stars do on tuesday hopefully rope hints will be back and uh 
he'll be ready to go over his whatever illness it is. It's it some sort of bug that's going through the Stars locker room. Uh, we'll be back with you guys again on Tuesday. Uh, once again, guys, please make sure you go and use the promo code THPN for a special offer from DraftKings. Uh, since they are our main sponsor, we'd really appreciate that if you did. Uh, make sure you follow all of us on social media, James at JamesTheBombo2, Chris at ChrisCham2B, me at Starsboy12, and then also follow all of our uh, podcast stuff as well. We, we got it all up there, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapbook, all the stuff. And uh, we will catch you guys on the flip side. We hope you guys have a good and fantastic evening, morning, whenever you're listening.